Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They scare the people. They scare them so bad. Activity has spiked here. It's higher than it's been in a long time. They're trapped. Now they're going to be tortured. What was her cause of that? One gunshot wound through the base of the skull. I feel like hurting people. I want you to find out who killed Mary Jane. People have done very bad things after they've left this place. Something bad's going to happen. My name is Amy Allen. There's panic, and it's almost like a butchering. I see dead people. They all died horribly. I speak to dead people. Get out of here! And they speak to me. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. It doesn't matter where you are, I'll find you. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. This guy's a real piece of work. And I know every person, every house has secrets. I feel like I live in a house of hell. It's my job to reveal them. This is not good. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. I want my life back. When we uncover if it's safe for you to stay, is he trying to kill her? Or time to get out. Oh my God. This is going to kill us. I'm in Oregon, Illinois, about 100 miles west of Chicago. I got a call from a former mayor of the town who owns a restaurant there. He told me his place is haunted and that his employees and customers are scared. But that's not what caught my attention about this case. He thinks the place is being haunted by an unsolved murder that happened many years ago. Now, I'm not sure about all that, but he sounded pretty desperate and I'm hoping we can help him out. Before Amy arrives, I need to make sure photos, paintings, and anything else that could influence her findings are covered or removed. When I'm finished, the location will be ready for tonight's walk. Okay. 
this place. It makes you feel like someone's just come up and punched you in the stomach. You know, like you're getting the air knocked out of you and you want to just vomit. That's kind of how it feels here. I would just get out of here, you know? There's no hope here. So, Mike, one of the things we spoke about on the phone was how intense the activity's gotten in this place. Uh, give me a rundown what the hell's going on. Noises, things flying across the room, shadow figures, people being touched. We've had customers actually get up and leave. Okay, are you losing business, you think, because of some of the stuff that's going on? Well, of course. It's gone down. It's not what it used to be. I understand you were a former mayor. Correct. What year was that? That was from 1999 to 2003. When did you buy this place? I bought the place in 1993. Okay, so was it a bar and restaurant when you bought it? No, it was in, in a shambles. As a matter of fact, here's a picture of the place that was condemned. So you have this place over 20 years. Why are you calling us now? Activity has spiked here. It's higher than it's been in a long time. Did anything change? I moved in here a few years ago, okay? And, and I guess I've just become more aware of it being here 24-7 instead of just 10 hours a day. You mentioned that you have a theory about who you think is haunting this place. It dates back to 1948, Mary Jane Reed and her date. They spent their last night alive in this building. This is Mary Jane Reed? Correct. I made it my mission to solve this murder. Is there a cold case unit working on this currently? No. You had a cold case unit working on it? I had the gal's body exhumed. Well, I've dropped probably $150,000 on it over the past uh, 15 years. On looking into this case? Correct. <sighs> I mean, is that part of the reason you're living here now? It's the reason I don't have a house anymore. I'm living here, yes. Why are you spending this kind of money on a case that's got nothing to do with you? Because the family needs closure, her spirit needs closure. So, Mike, I gotta ask you, what makes you think that it's Mary Jane Reed that's here? If I'm not doing anything, or if I'm letting my efforts slide, the paranormal activity here spikes. I can't let it go. So I've got a client who's so positive he knows who's haunting his property, He's literally spent his life savings trying to solve a crime he thinks will put the victim's spirit to rest. He's even had one of the victim's bodies exhumed and re-examined by a coroner. And trust me, that's no easy thing to have done. This case is going to be an unusual one. There's a woman. She looks young, uh, maybe 20s, really nasty. She is something, very physical, very solid. She can really do a lot of harm to people uh, physically. I would assume that people would see her. She likes to sit by people. That's a big thing for her. But it's very unnerving. She's just wicked. What's going on in this area here? Well, it was in the lounge area that I saw this 
apparition of this young girl. But that was like the third time that she'd been in the building. Saw her go out the front door. I was maybe seven seconds behind her. And by the time I got to the doorway and looked either way, she was gone. You sure it wasn't a real person then? It sure looked like a real person to me, but how she disappeared after she got out the door when I followed her out, I don't have a clue. Do you think it's this girl, Mary Jane? I'm thinking that it almost had to be. Is there anything else you've uh, seen? The shadows. You see them out of the corner of your eye, and you turn your head, and there's they're gone. There's no shadows. You think you see something, or you feel like you're being watched. Okay, now, there's a lot of people that are in and out of this place. You sure it's not being reflected by another person, a living person? I don't typically see those when we're open. I mean, if I thought that there was someone around and that's what it was, I wouldn't have even brought it up. There are these things really just everywhere. I don't like being here because I feel um, this is something that can affect the living very easily. Can you describe these things? They're three-dimensional. Living people seeing this dark thing standing in the doorway. A dark presence, but it's solid. Instead of seeing an open doorway, there's like a solid darkness. That's worse in here. It's so bad. This place just destroys. So dangerous. It's hard to focus on really anything. I, I don't understand how these things came here. It has its roots in uh, Satanism. It has to do with religion, but there's nothing religion can do to help. Do you know where they came from? Well, like hell, you know? They're from hell. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Something was off when I started interviewing the employees of Mike's restaurant. Okay, what did you see? Maybe a black figure. I don't know. As I asked them about their experiences, I got the feeling they were keeping something from me. There's something that creeps me out here that I cannot explain. Like what? Just all kinds of stuff. And with over 20 years in law enforcement, I know when I'm not getting a clear answer. How long did this last? I can't really tell you. You think whatever's here is good or bad? I, I have no idea. Finally, I had enough. It, it's a little frustrating, I'll be honest with you. Sounds like something that you guys discussed ahead of time, how you were going to answer things. When everybody I'm talking to is that same way, it's a pattern. It just, you know, tells me that something's not right here. Like right now, it, it literally feels like my mind is being erased. That's what happens to people here. They're trying to make it so like I can't figure things out. Those things, you know, I'm not going to call them demons because they're not demons. They said legions. I don't know what that means. Something or someone is trying to confuse me. I'm hearing that there are legions of demons here, but that doesn't seem right. I feel like there are dead people here who want to talk to me, but they can't. I'm feeling them reaching out. These things are standing between us. I feel like I want to scream. I want to cry. Like I want to do all these things and I can't. I'm feeling what the living here feel. It feels like terror. So what about experiences that you can't explain while you've been working here? Uh, have you had any? Yes. Okay, tell me about some of them. Yeah, I've seen shadow figures. That's the only way I can describe it. Okay, how often? Uh, probably five times at least. So when you see this shadow thing, you're sure it's not a reflection of a shadow of somebody? No. How are you so sure? No, uh, how could it be a reflection? I mean, there was nobody here. Are you uncomfortable working here? I'm not in the building itself, but there is something that's following me home now. I'm wondering if it's that bad energy and he doesn't like that we're talking about all this and stirring things up. About three, four weeks ago, about three o'clock in the morning, I was sound asleep. And the end of my bed, pretend like this is the bed, right? And here's my bedspread. We're talking a heavy comforter. It was 
climb like this, like this. And then it took it and went like this. Scared me to death. I said it out loud, get the out of my house. Do you have animals in the house? No animals. Okay, that scared the hell out of you. It did. Feel me. Yeah, you are, you're shaking. Yeah, I'm shaking. I don't want to cry, but I'm not sleeping well. And I'll thank you if I can get some answers. I just want it to stop. Sometimes these dark things that are here will leave with people. Do they stay with them or they come back? I don't feel like they come back. I do feel like they stay with them. Can they do anything physical to the living? Yes. It, you know, I think people can be harmed. I think people could become possessed. Suggestions being put into people's minds. This is how they influence whispering into your mind, making you do bad things to people. I feel like doing bad things, I feel like hurting people, living people have done very bad things. After they've left this place. Do you know what they want? Chaos and destruction. Mike is obsessed with this Mary Jane Reed murder case, and he wanted to show me all the evidence he found. But honestly, I don't trust civilian investigators. So I called on a pro, a retired detective who has the case file and is going to walk me through it. So, Bill, I want to start out with a clean slate. What do you know about this case? Stanley Scridley. Here's a picture of him. He's a former Navy CB. June 24th, 1948, and he meets up with this young girl, Mary Jane Reed, and they set up to go on a date. Okay. And they end up at this place called Alexander's Log Cabin Inn, uh, which is a bar. Okay. And they meet up with a deputy sheriff by the name of Willard Burwright, better known as Jiggs to most of the people around the area. He's a 42-year-old married man, and it's rumored that he's having an affair with Mary Jane. Okay, if that's the case, and she walks in with a young guy. The deputy sheriff walks up to him, and he wants Mary Jane to leave with him. And she refuses. They end up in this big argument, and she ends up slapping the deputy, and then leaves out of there with Scridla. Okay, so what happens next? And they end up at your client's property, which was called the Stenhouse back then. They were going to go inside, but according to witnesses, Stanley gets out of the car, but all of a sudden he stops and gets back in his car, and they drive off. And that's the last time that anybody saw him alive. Hmm. There's people down here. Who? There's a man. There's a woman. Two, maybe three people. Female has brown curly hair. She's wearing a dress. I'm hearing she's up to no good. They look scared. 
I do feel like there was a female victim, but I also feel like there was a male victim. Her and this man knew each other, possibly killed either at the same time or very close. When they left the Sten house, they left somewhere just before midnight. And witnesses said that they were being followed by an older model car with two pretty good sized guys in there. And they went to a very popular makeout area called Lover's Lane. Okay. Stanley's body was actually found there the next morning, lying in a ditch. Really? I have a picture here of the crime scene. And what was his cause of death? Multiple gunshot wounds to his abdomen, his chest, Jeez. his groin, his arm. But there was another report that indicated that he had one gunshot wound to his back. Okay, where's Mary Jane? Mary Jane's body was found four days later, and she's about a mile away from where Scridla was found. Okay. This is a uh, picture of her crime scene. And what was her cause of death? One gunshot wound through the base of the skull. All right, so it sounds like whoever did these murders killed him first and then later on killed her and then dumped the body in a different spot. Right. Somebody's hitting me on the back, upper left of my back. Someone's hitting me there, hitting me there, hitting me there, falling down on the ground, but it's dark. I don't know if it's actually down here. Might be outside. I think it's like a sneak attack. Someone hits the hits the ground. Mmm. There's a lot of pain here. I do feel stabbing-like sensations. Neck area, chest area, and the back. It's like sharp pains. I feel this being crushed to the throat. I think the female is with the neck. I think the male is to the back. Now, I know this is an unsolvable homicide, but was anybody ever charged in this case? There were no arrests made, but there's two possibilities in this case. Well, first, it was Jiggs, the deputy sheriff. Okay, for obvious reasons. Yes. Why wasn't he ever charged? Well, there's a couple interesting points about that. He was actually the detective that was heading up the investigation. (laughs) Okay. There's a little conflict of interest there. Yeah. And all the evidence that was brought out against him is strictly circumstantial. Okay. Now, what about the two guys following him out of the parking lot? Those are the other two suspects. In 1948, a guy by the name of Harry DeShazo shows up at the sheriff's office and tries to confess. Oh. He tells the sheriff's department that he and his brother, Perry, followed him to Lover's Lane and were going to rob them. But Harry says that this robbery went bad and Perry ends up shooting the two victims. That's interesting. Why would the sheriff sit on that? We don't know. Wow. I don't know if we'll ever know. There's these three people who might be involved with this situation, which is, I think, two men and one woman. Okay. 
Then I'm getting a completely other image of a guy standing with a double barrel shotgun, holding it on someone, I don't see who, and in a rage. They're trying to communicate to me what happened. Oh, you okay? No, 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 no. Surprisingly, Mary Jane Reed's brother is still alive and living in town. So I reached out to him and he agreed to talk to me. He said his sister's murder ended up destroying their family. I know it's been a very long time, but my condolences on your sister's death. Thank you. Mary Jane kind of was my... Pride and joy, and she took very good care of me. Um, how did you take it? Oh, I, I did my share of bawling. I missed her very much. What about the murder itself? Are you still concerned about finding out who did it? I really believe it was uh, the sheriff. Jiggs was his name, right? Jiggs Burry, yes. Every now and then he would just stop and just sit there in his car and look over at us. Really? Would you think he was obsessed with your sister? Yes. And also believe that he was very jealous of her. Now, why do you say that? Because if she was with someone else, it seemed like he got upset with her. These three people? It's very difficult for them to come out because there are things that are trying to prevent that. Uh, from happening. The problem here is that the dead aren't allowed to speak. And really, the living aren't either. These evil are trying desperately to maintain control, keeping everybody trapped. Now they're going to be tortured, see? What does that mean? Remember anything about the day you found out about your sister? Yes, I do. Very clear. I'll never forget it. I was six at the time. And uh, two detectives came to the house, and my mother opened the door, and I was standing there with her, holding her hand. Okay. They said, Mrs. Reed, we got very bad news for you. We found Mary Jane. She was murdered. And I felt my mother's knees just weakening. Yeah, I thought she was going to fall. And one of the uh, officers kind of got a hold of her and held her up for a while. Now, you had mentioned that uh, on the phone that things got really bad at home after that. Very bad. But what happened? They ended up sending her down to East Moline State Hospital at that time. You know, she, she was there over a year. After the year that she was there, did it help her any? She wasn't quite as nervous as she was prior, but yet she wasn't herself either. This is a picture of my father and mother on their 50th uh, wedding anniversary. Wow. You know, your mom looks sad in this photo. So's your father, actually. 
See, I made a promise to her before she died. She looked me in the eye and she said, there's one thing I want you to do for me. I want you to find out who killed Mary Jane. And I looked her in the eye and I said, I'll try, mother. I saw several entities during my walk, but the murdered woman in the basement had me the most concerned. When I initially met her, she was kind of crouched down. She's white, darker brown hair. Her face was more round, pretty delicate. How old would you say she was? 18 to 23. Is this what you saw? Yes, that's what I saw. Now that Amy and I have completed our investigations, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. Well, Amy, I'd like you to meet Mike. Uh, he owns this place. He's not our typical client for two reasons. One, he used to be the mayor here. And two, he thinks he knows who's haunting his business. I mean, as the night goes by, we'll find out if you're right or not. This is Marge. She's been working here a long, long time. Now that the activity's gotten much worse, she's pretty scared for her own safety. Now that Amy knows a little bit about what's going on, she's going to have her describe her walk for us. I went down into the basement, and I didn't really like it down there very much. I felt very unwelcome. And after a minute, I saw three people hunched down together, and it was two men and one woman. Somehow they know each other. I don't know how, but they're, you know, there's a familiarity there between them. And she was indicating um, that she had been murdered. And it seemed like she and the man she knew either died at the same time or very close to each other. She was wearing a nice dress. It was kind of dusk. Well, Amy, I got a pretty good idea of what you saw. And it's one of the main reasons we're here. Back in 1948, there was a double homicide. The victims were Mary Jane Reed and a guy named Stanley Scridler. This is Mary Jane. Um, here's a picture of Stanley. Stanley was 28 years old. She was 17. Now, she went on a date with Stanley that night, first time. The last place they were seen alive was actually in the parking lot of this restaurant. Mike is very fixated on this case. He thinks it's the reason the restaurant is actually haunted. I've been working on it since 1999. When I was elected mayor, I've spent tons of money and hundreds of hours. He's actually lost his house over it. That's how much this case right. means to him. Now, did you get a good look of anybody down there? Uh, yes, I had a sketch done of the female that I saw in the basement. I gotta see this. <laughs> you guys tell me. It's awful close, Amy. Look at the cheek line right here. The eyebrows, it's close enough for me. All right, let me ask you a question. You get any idea of how these people died that were in the basement? I think it happened outside at night. 
the female indicated to me um, something with the throat area, very painful. What about the man? I felt uh, impact to my back. I felt the falling sensation hit my face, hitting the gravel. So it was, I'm thinking, a dirt road. It was like a sneak attack. They either died together or they died uh, very close together. Wow. Dead on. I'm very impressed, needless to say. Right, this is the million-dollar question here. Any indication of who might have killed them? She kind of indicated was that it was two males. So this is going to make a lot more sense to you, I think, once I lay out the rest of the evening that Stanley and Mary Jane were killed. Okay. Stanley picked her up at work. They went out of town. They wind up at a tavern called Alexander's uh, Log Cabin Inn. They ran into this guy. I got a photo here of Deputy Sheriff Willard Burwright, also known as Jiggs. Oh. Apparently, and this is documented in police reports from the time that they were having an affair. Jiggs was a 42-year-old married man. Mary Jane was 17. Now, when I spoke to Mary Jane's brother, who's still alive, he was maybe six at the time. He used to see him come by and just stand outside in the radio car and stare at her in the backyard. Oh. So he sees her with Stanley, and he gets upset. Uh, they got into an altercation. She went up smacking him because he kept saying, I want you to come with me, come with me. She's like, no, leave me alone. Smacks him, Stanley and Mary Jane leave. Now, the next spot the two of them came to was this place, which is known as the Stenhouse back then. They pull up to get into the parking lot. Stanley gets out, and for some reason, he gets back in and takes off. And we don't know if something spooked him. According to witnesses, they said they were followed by two big guys in a car. There's a place called Lover's Lane, like most towns have. It's about a mile from here. Next morning, they find Stanley's body face down. Uh, he was shot four times, three in the front, one in the back. That's Stanley's death certificate here. Now, four days later, uh, Mary Jane's body was found about a mile away in a ditch. Now, when she's found, she's found with a single gunshot wound to the back of the head. Now, I got her death certificate here. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. About 10 years ago, Mike had the body exhumed. Okay. He's hoping to find some clues about the murder. Now, you said you thought she suffered a neck injury. A couple of the anthropologists that looked at the body thought that the head was decapitated. Oh, my God. Here's the skull that they exhumed. Right. Now, Amy, you got to understand something. This case was never solved. But according to the police reports, there were a couple of suspects. One of them was Jiggs. Mike is convinced he did this. Am I right? He's a person of interest beyond a shadow of a doubt. Who I think it is, is this guy. This is Perry DeShazzo. Remember those two guys witnesses saw following the couple? I think he was one of them. Perry's brother, Harry, went to the ex-sheriff trying to basically confessed to the crime. He admitted that they went to go rob Mary Jane and Stanley. Went bad. Stanley fought back, got shot. Mary's a witness. They shoot her in the back of the head, and they dump both their bodies. Now, for some reason, 
The ex-sheriff, they told, sat on this information. These guys were never arrested. And you don't think it's possible that this could have been orchestrated by him? Cops know what they're doing. I'm curious what you think. I know what what I think. I'm curious what you think. Well, I know it was definitely two men. I know that the man who hit and killed the other man was definitely strong. The thing that's bothering me is like, why would I hear she's up to no good? What else did you uh, see on your walk? I know we've been hopping on this homicide. There's something else going on here. I could feel like the dead people wanting to talk or wanting to reach out to me, but I couldn't, the connection could not be made. Mm -hmm. The reason for that is I saw these dark things and they were blocking me. I felt like these things would definitely be occasionally seen as far as like this feeling of this oppressive darkness. Yeah, I've seen shadows in the hallway right up front. The shadows appear out of the corner of your eye, and then there's nobody there. Okay, that makes sense. I felt that this could have a very big impact on the living, like both physically and emotionally. I think that people here could lose control over themselves and not really understand why. Like at points, I wanted to just start screaming, like with frustration, and then I wanted to start crying. These things are also capable of affecting memory. Anytime I would be onto something, that's when my mind would be completely erased. And I couldn't even, like, recall what I was just thinking. Oh, my gosh. Um, And this is how I think this thing is keeping control over both the dead and the living. It's kind of creating a trap. Could this thing where you're saying erase the mind do that to the living here? Yes. So what I was experiencing with the living, interviewing them, I'll tell you the truth, I was getting pissed. And it felt like I was being lied to. That's when my copy is mm. raised a little. Because you think they're lying. Right. Because you think they're manipulating the truth. Yes. Wouldn't a cop want to make another cop think that if they were trying to throw them off their trail? Possibly, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at something here as a possibility. Now, here's what I was being told could be done. That, you know, people come here and that entities can follow them home. Uh, It can cause huge problems for the living. It's likely their homes will become active. People could become possessed, um, and people could become physically harmed. Oh, my God. Now, that's the reason I asked Marsh to sit down with us at the table, because she felt something followed her home. About a month ago, I went home, and I was having a dream, and I was fighting something in this dream. Well, I actually woke up, it took the bottom of my bedspread, and it went like, and it was climbed like this, and then it took it, and it literally took it like this. I literally jumped out of that bed screaming. I was hearing the word legion, but it wasn't adding up for me. It just wasn't adding up for me as far as it being a legion of demons running amok. Then what the hell do you think it is? I really, I'm leaning towards the cop. I was never convinced that there were, you know, demons here. But somehow Jigs kind of figured out how to throw you off track. Yes, yes. Okay. Trying to set up the scene to look like there's 
demonic and I'm going based on how efficiently he is manipulating this place, this place. the people in it, me, um, you know, to not get to the truth. This is his town. So everything that's going on here, people getting tugged, um, the memory scrubbing, so to speak, things tossed, followed home, the shadows, that's all coming from Jig's Yes, that's my belief, yes. I believe the police chief was the mastermind behind these murders. And in death, he's trapping the victims here so that the truth about his part in organizing the crime never gets out. So, Mike, for all these years, you thought the haunting of your business here had to do with the Mary Jane Reed murder case. And amazingly, you were right. Uh, but the other thing is, you got some pretty vicious entity here doing some crazy stuff. So we know what it is, but we don't know how to fight it. So for that answer, I'm going to turn it over to Amy. So what I would like you to do is for you to demand Mary Jane and this man leave this restaurant with you. You have to take them away from here. What I want you to say is basically that they can go, that you're releasing them. They're not gonna feel trapped anymore. And in all likelihood, they will all go. Now, let me ask you a question. Is she aware of what Mike's <laughs> gone through to help oh, try to solve it? Oh, yes, okay. absolutely. And I think that might make it a little bit even harder for her to let go. But you're gonna be her hero. The second step is for a holy man to come in to get rid of him, the cop. I want the holy man to do like a blessing and a sermon ceremony because he has a root fear of religion. His thing is about self-preservation. He doesn't want to go to hell. I like her plan. So are you going to take Amy's advice on this and do what she asks? Why, of course. Anything for the peace of mind and uh, create a safe environment. And Maude, you going to help out with this? Whatever I can do, whatever, yes. How are you going to feel about letting go of Mary Jane? Anything that can bring the family closure and bring her unrested soul closure is a game winner as far as I'm concerned. It won't be easy removing the layers of dead people inside this location. But if Mike and Marge follow my advice, the dead will be set free, and Mike can find peace knowing he's put a stop to Mary Jane's suffering. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.